we'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for December 4th, 2016. Uh, this teaching may not get put up until the 5th, late in the 5th, but um, I'm recording it on the 4th here. The next report is, okay, we just covered the thing about Virginia and all the missing children. Now, these are some comments that I just so happened to get about Virginia from a couple of my listeners that live in Virginia in the last week. And... <clears throat> It just so happened they came at the same time. And I, I do believe it's like divine providence when you get this type of information. These are listener comments about the Masonic, Freemasonic presence in Washington, D.C. and Virginia. This is from James, longtime listener, the one that has had all of the, well, not all, but a lot of the experiences with the reptilians manifesting, literally where he'll show up to a job site person lands the door full slits top to bottom reptilian okay and then they turn their head and they turn back instantly the slits are gone and then sometimes they'll come back this has happened to him over and over he's had all every time this guy has went camping particularly recently he has had some horrific encounter with like a bigfoot type creature with witnesses there last time he went with his his buddy his wife's been i mean Multiple witnesses. There's some crazy stuff going on in Virginia, is what I'm trying to tell you. Okay? And um, I do believe that the whole thing about the, the layout of Washington, D.C., and, and that whole Freemasonic thing, and how that... Literally, what they're trying to do is, is, is like demon magnets. It's, it's like pulling in all of these dark energies. It's what the obelisk is, the Washington Monument, and all the occult layout of Washington, D.C., and all the Freemasonic garbage that they do in virginia it is literally attracting these dark entities and these forces and this is why you're seeing so much more of a manifestation of these things in virginia it's just cause and effect is all it is he says i know in richmond they have in richmond virginia they have a street called masonic avenue or something like that also in richmond they have the retirement home for masons this place is crazy they have a guard gate and fence surrounding the place with barbed wire on top. I think that's a retirement home for Masons. I was also in Petersburg, Virginia last week, and on the bridge there are many posts built on it with, which are Egyptian obelisks. Again, all of these architectural things, these occult architectural things, attract dark energy. That's why they put them where they put them. They're trying to attract as much evil to an area as possible. And evil begets more evil. My friend Jay, when he came back into the country to visit, he toured the Masonic Temple in Alexandria, Virginia. He said that it was so satanic. Now, I I've, I've did a whole study on, on George Washington in that Masonic Temple in Alexandria, Virginia. He was a high-level high Freemason. He had a, a full Freemasonic uh, funeral. People want to say he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. I'm sorry. I beg to differ. I beg to differ. I'm sorry, but I did a whole teaching on it, and I got way more information even after that teaching was put up. His own writings and all the crazy stuff he said in his own writings. The guy was not under... I'm sorry, there was a lot of stuff there that, that, that indicated he was communicating with some bad spirits. Um, I'm not saying that everything about the guy was pure evil, but I'm telling you there's another aspect to look about with George Washington. 
okay? And listen, they honor their own. He is the most honored president by far. You can't even, he's, you know, on all this, the currency that he's on and all of the, he's got his own Freemasonic museum dedicated to him in Alexandria, Virginia, and Alexandria, Egypt. It's the parallel, which is where you have a lot of the occult influence coming out of. He was a Freemason through and through. Okay, and um, I document that in the teaching. So just key in Washington in the keyword search at, at contendingfortruth.com and listen to the teaching. If that doesn't convince you, I'll, I'll send you the other docs I got on. I mean, it's so voluminous, the amount of, of um, information confirming this. It just boggles the mind. Anyway, he took a tour of the... Um, washington masonic museum in alexandria virginia and he said it was so satanic the masonic presence in virginia is crazy i couldn't even imagine all the stuff the lord hasn't even revealed to me yet it's crazy virginia brother scott it seems like there are either shriners or masonic temples everywhere it's like no matter where i live in virginia there's a masonic temple nearby i know in stafford virginia where i used to live there was a big egyptian obelisk in front of the courthouse uh, there's also an obelisk in front of the county buildings in King George, Virginia, and across the road, not too far away from that Masonic building. The old town in Fredericksburg, Virginia, there's a Masonic cemetery. Speaking of cemeteries, it is impossible, to, uh, it seems, to drive by a church or cemetery and not see an obelisk. In Culpeper, Virginia, that has a big presence of Masons and Knights Templar and others of, of that ilk. They also have a big presence also in Orange, Virginia. The Wah Harley-Davidson dealership there has a museum downstairs and the owner has freemasonic stuff there he's a 29th degree freemason now i've also done all kind of studies on the freemasonry so just key in mason masonry or freemason in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com and you'll find them he ends by saying last year we went to a parade in fredericksburg virginia and the shriners were in it this stuff is everywhere in virginia it seems I'm so used to seeing it, it's lost its wow factor. Okay, and then I had another listener named Patricia, and she said, she lives in Washington, D.C. Uh, she says, actually, the Virginia, and again, I just got these, like, this last week, both of these. And then all of a sudden, I get the thing about all the, the pizza gate, and then all the missing children in Virginia, and then it's all tying together for me. This is how a lot of times I know I need to do a study when I get all of these cross-confirming things coming at me from different people, different angles. It's God's way of showing me, okay, yeah, this is something you want to cover. Um, she says, actually, the Virginia side of D.C. and deep into Virginia itself is just loaded with Masonically significant names and numbers and loads of places named for members of the British royal family. I finally came to the realization that the numbering of the state roads and exits and all sorts of things were probably all Masonically significant that thought for a sec and then it, she says and if i could break the code i would probably navigate my way all over my way all over through virginia without a map now remember she said i finally came to the realization that the numbering of the state roads and the exits and the exits were probably all masonically significant really weird because um my comment is when i go into uh charlotte north carolina okay which is about an hour drive from me. When I go in there, um, a lot of times I'm trying to avoid the city as much as possible. So I come down a road, 16, which goes into 485, which then dumps into uh, Interstate 45, which goes into Interstate I-85. Okay, I-85, um, 
is one of the ones that kind of goes around the city, um, kind of through it. 45 goes all the way around it, but I-85 kind of cuts through it. Well, if you go down I-85 off 45, about two miles, and it's right next to the to the main airport in Charlotte, you, you hit at exit 33, guess what, what that road is? Billy Graham Parkway, exit 33, right next to the main airport in Charlotte, off I-85. And, I, and, and then you, you go down Billy Graham Parkway, and on the left-hand side is a gigantic uh, library, Billy Graham Library. I'm pretty sure you have to have like a uh, appointment to get in there or something. I don't think it's open to the public. I could be wrong, but if, I could have swore I saw something about how you got to... Who knows what kind of Masonic stuff is... I mean, if, if, if you go to like the select part of the library. You know, Billy Graham's revered here. In, in North Carolina, and I did a study on him uh, way back when, and it was entitled Billy Graham, Homosexuals, Catholics, and Apostasy, and I'll get into that in a second, but before I go any further, the Louisiana, and, and, I, and in that study I got into this subject, the Louisiana Masonic Family website, now this is, this is older information, okay, I covered this right in the infancy of this ministry, Right back in like 06, 07. Okay. The Louisiana Masonic Family website reports that the Reverend Billy Graham is a Freemason. The Louisiana Masonic Family website has a section entitled Famous Masons and a subsection entitled Other Famous Masons. I'm not saying they have that section now, or if they do, his name's been redacted. But at the time, they did. Okay. And um, they report that the Reverend Billy Graham is a Freemason. The homepage of the Louisiana Family Masonic page was this. Okay, the link doesn't work anymore. But I'm giving you the link that I gave back then when it did work. And I can assure you it did. The link entitled Famous Masons is this. It doesn't work either anymore. Okay, this was years ago, but at one time it did. On page 12 of 15 of that website, alphabetically listed, the Reverend Billy Graham is listed. The link entitled Famous Masons at this website on uh, page 12 of 15, alphabetically presented, the Reverend Billy Graham was listed. Sorry, it's a little redundant. Anyway, I give you a screenshot of that page. So you can see it for yourself as it appeared at the time. And it has an alphabetical order, famous Freemasons of Louisiana, um, Ford, Henry, Pioneer, automobile manufacturer, Gatling, Richard Gatling, built the Gatling gun. <clears throat> uh gillette king king gillette or whatever of the gillette razor fame and then you have graham reverend billy religion so <clears throat> you even got joseph guillotine the inventor of the guillotine he's below reverend billy graham this was the way a screenshot of the website and you can even see the little square and compass in the background at the time this is a screenshot from the original website and it's in this i posted it in this pdf just if you didn't believe it so you could look for yourself uh, <clears throat> so we know he's a freemason he was a 30 30 degree freemason i've i've heard reports of other freemasons as they were going you got to go to washington dc you got to drink wine out of a human skull in order to go through the 33rd degree initiation rite, and I've heard of other people that, that were 33rd degree Freemasons that came out of that cult, 
that said that there was more than one that said during the ceremony they saw Billy Graham there. He was one of the 33rd degree Freemasons looking on. Okay. That's just the tip of the iceberg with that guy. Um, uh, Let's go further here. Now, my study entitled Billy Graham, Homosexuals, Catholics, and Apostasy, I did it on July 22nd, 2007. I'm just going to give you a little bit about it. Billy Graham is on public record supporting homosexuality, abortion, and his disbelief in a literal hell. His support and practice of infant baptism to save children. His support for the Catholic Church worship of Mary. Yet he calls himself a Christian. He has repeatedly praised infidels and apostates as great Christians. When When he would have altar calls at his big crusades, if they came from a Catholic church, he'd tell them, go back to your Catholic church. He had Catholic priests and nuns on stage with him many, many times during the Great Crusades. And he would tell them, go back to your Catholic churches where they can lead you straight to hell. Okay, so this was just par for the course for the guy. He would not challenge the idea that the Bible is mythology when directly questioned. Reverend Graham, a self-proclaimed Democrat, how could you be a Democrat and be a Christian? How does that work, okay? Said that Bill Clinton would be a good Christian evangelist. He said these things. And that Hillary should run the country. Oh, yeah. He said that a long time ago. She almost did. In expressing, um, and who knows what they're going to try to pull these next couple weeks, but <clears throat> in, express, in expressing his long-standing devo- devotion to both Bill and Hillary Clinton, this devil said this. Why, why hasn't the church called him out on this, you know? No. That which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. And I'm not saying that because I think I'm perfect, but this guy is, you know, he goes right along with the, what the world wants. It's plainly the case that Graham loves the world. At a crusade in San Francisco, which is Sodom and Gomorrah reborn, Graham announced to the homosexuals, whatever your background, this is a quote, whatever your background, whatever your sexual orientation, we welcome you tonight. Earlier at a news conference, the fame evangelist thrilled the cockles of the homosexuals' hearts when he snapped to the reporter that he was tired of people trying to get him to criticize gays when he said, quote, it's not the biggest of sins, end of quote. Oh, tell that to Sodom and Gomorrah. Tell that to the mandates in the Old Testament that said you're supposed to, if a man lie with, with a man or a woman lie with, with a woman, it is an abomination and you're supposed to take them out and kill them. But it's not the biggest of sins. Maybe we're going to see a little bit later in this report why he said that. I, I, I'm going to leave you, I'm going to leave that for you to ruminate on and think about because we're going to come back to Billy Graham. But I'm not going to do that yet. I'm not going to give that away quite yet. Now, back to the comments that Patricia was making about um, the Virginia, Washington, D.C. area. She said, FYI, I've not heard anyone say this. This is my observation. Just from pieces of the puzzle I can pick up, and I may be wrong, but, but, I get, but the feeling I get, it is a huge contrast, meaning the Washington, D.C., Virginia area, to South Carolina, where I grew up, where even though there are a lot of Masons, they don't seem to have stamp their identity all over the place we have masons up here that keep it a secret that they are masons meaning in south carolina and um so yeah there's some crazy crazy stuff going on in virginia and i believe it's all that dark energy that's being attracted to all of this wickedness 
from the architecture to Washington, D.C., to all the children that they're raping and molesting and sacrificing, and, and only Lord knows what else they're doing there. So that's what's going on there. Okay, um, let's go further here. Uh, this is entitled Owner of Dojo's Pizza Charged with Child Pornography, Alleged Human Trafficking. So here's another pizza joint owner that now all of a sudden is charged with child pornography. Federal agents raided Dojo Pizza. The restaurant's owner is now facing federal charges for allegedly making child pornography. So this is very, very similar to the Best of Pizza sign. It's, it's the same weird, freaky font. And um, I'm sure if I looked hard enough, I could probably see the connection there. But this is in St. Louis. So now, this um, this just happened November 30th of this year, and this was reported on their, their local news in uh, uh, St. Louis. I was the first to bring you the news back in November of the an alleged human trafficking ring. Lauren Kopp is expected to appear in federal court today. Kopp denied accusations of human trafficking when he sat down with us exclusively two months ago. But these new federal charges paint a totally different story. News Force Justin Andrews is live for us from the federal courthouse this morning tracking it all for us justin yeah emily lauren cop is said to be behind these doors at the federal courthouse downtown sometime today but it was about five months ago i was right on the air as federal agents were raiding his restaurant dojo pizza in bevo mill but i want to go back to show you how we ended up here you should be looking at video right now you'll only see right here on news 4 so these pedophiles and they don't use chains i don't believe they're using chains like dominoes or Papa John's or whatever. It seems they've got their own little pizza joints that they're hiding behind these pedophilic networks and um, the pedophiles in the know know where to go to evidently procure whatever services, whatever sick, twisted, perverted services they're providing here. And again, this happened, this is from uh, November 30th. And again, when everybody was really praying and fasting, it was more near the start of November. Okay, so a lot of this has happened after. This is yet one more report of another pedophilic network going down after all of that. I released my study, The Cry to God, on November 6th. And here, here, this is 24 days later, and, and this is going on here. And this is just one of the many. I was right out there. It was late last year when the FBI and other federal agents swept through Dojo Pizza in Bevo Mill. You can see here they're taking out computers and hard drives. According to prosecutors, they found images of child pornography on his hard drive. One victim told authorities she performed a sex act with cop at the same time. St. Louis police were investigating. It, it almost looks like it's in a church. It's really weird. It's got these Dojo jo Pizza big banners and stuff outside, but it looks like it's in a church. It's very strange. Alleged human trafficking ring after discovering seven girls under the age of 17 were being housed there. However, okay, so again, this is what we're really seeing with these pizza joints and, and these pedophilic things. These are human trafficking hub points, Okay. That's what they're being used for, under the cover of, a, oh, an innocent pizza joint, okay? These pedophiles are using these not just, I don't think just to um, engage in pedophilia at the site of where, I think this has to do with their hubs, they're, 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 they're where the human trafficking is, is um, 
occurring, okay? So it's, it's a much, they're like a little hub and a much bigger picture here. It's not just some localized event, in other words, some aberration. It's all being, it's like a coordinated effort by these pedophiles. And this is the cover that they're using. Cop says it was only four girls, not seven. We spoke with him two months ago, and he denies all human trafficking allegations. I sit here four months later trying to figure out how to get the girls back out, trying to find a way to get back into the community and work, work with them. Because <laughs> I have a human traffic nobody. Oh, yeah, right, right. That's why they found child pornography on his computer and why he has this Dojo's Pizza and why he's had four girls locked up in the basement because he's totally innocent. Now, I spoke with Cop's attorney. We spoke with Cop's attorney last night. I'm working on putting that story together for 6.30, so stay with us right here on News 4 this morning. We are live downtown at the federal courthouse. I'm Justin Andrews, News 4. Okay, so this one guy makes a comment and he, he says, okay, here we go. Clean up, clean up cover-up crew on the prowl. Going after the small fries on their list while the real perps, perpetrators, the politicians and the CEOs roam free to find more lower perps like the guy that had this pizza joint. Lower perps to do their dirty work for them. Now, I do agree with that to a certain extent. I think this Alephantis guy is... Considering he's the 49th most whatever powerful man in Washington, D.C., and he, and, he, and he owns, you know, Comet Pizza, I think they're too intricately connected. The Clintons, the um, Obamas, the Podestas, with that man, for them to take that casual attitude like, oh, we'll, 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 we'll let him get this lower level um, perpetrator that's going to offer a front for pedophilia with this pizza joint he's too big for that whereas this guy he's just some some lower level pedophile that's doing their dirty work okay um they go on to say same old same old like drugs of a different product don't be fooled by the act until the masterminds behind the scenes are taken down so i get it and i and i agree the masterminds need to be taken down the the clintons and and you know the obamas and the podestas and, and the people in high level i do totally agree with that these people will take the fall for them all day long uh but i do also think we're getting much much closer from everything that we've just covered today uh let's go ahead and and move on here uh let's see okay so the next report is entitled pizzagate james alafantis and the statue of anton uh, i mean here's another thing uh antinius they're just so sickening Here's yet one more proof of this. Okay, Sars is taking a while to load here. Pizzagate, James Alephantis, and the statue of Antonio. Hi, this is William Ramsey. I wanted to make this short video about some information I came across on vote.com. Hashtag Pizzagate. Uh, it's an alternative to Reddit where... All of the Pizzagate... Everybody had to go to vote.com because Reddit kicked them off. All the research they were doing. Because Reddit, remember, was owned by that cannibalistic uh, pervert that had has pedophilic, uh, safe, friendly chat rooms on Reddit. So he had to kick all the people that were investigating his pedophiles off and they all went over to vote.com. Um, hashtag Pizzagate. Research that was made was deliberately deleted from Reddit. So... 
there's some very good research going on at vote.com. Please go there and check out at Pizzagate. This researcher noticed that the picture on Jimmy Common, a.k.a. James Alephantis' Instagram account, was something that should be researched. Now, remember, he's the same guy. I mean, we, we talked about him a ton already. But he's the same guy that had the shirt on that in French it said, I love children, when he had two, like, bare-chested gay guys on each side of him. Okay, he's the, he's the owner of Common Pizza. And he's got this Greek godlike icon statue as his... Um, icon or whatever next to his name Jimmy Comet on his profile picture for Instagram and uh, it is a picture of a classical statue and I went to James Alephantis' Instagram page today December 2nd 2016 and that picture of the statue is still there it might not be now once once this video comes out but it, it, as of I guess as of December 2nd, this is just two days ago, it's, it's there. What this researcher noticed is that this statue is of a classical figure known as Antinus, who was the lover of a Roman emperor by the name of Hadrian. And this particular statue can be traced to the Prado Museum in Madrid, Spain. And this statue is still there. You can see from these pictures, this is the exact same uh, bust of Antinus that is in. So he went and researched this one particular like Greek statue and found the exact image. And it's Antinus. And um, he's going to give you the history. Museo del Prado in Madrid, Spain. I mean, it's only one museum in Madrid, Spain. I mean, it's not like this is some common knockoff of some whatever this is a specific guy in a specific museum okay so in other words this this guy from common pizza this isn't an accident that he picked this as his his main instagram icon well who is in Tynus and why is he relevant to the pizzagate investigation and why does james alephantis have this statue as his icon on his instagram page that contained an overwhelming amount of lurid and strange references to sexual behavior with minors. According to Wikipedia, Antinus was the lover of the Roman Emperor Hadrian. He was deified after his death, being worshipped in both the Greek East and Latin West, sometimes as a god and sometimes merely as a hero. What was remarkable about this relationship with Hadrian is that Antinus became a favored servant when he was only 13, and Hadrian was about 48 years old. So Hadrian was 48, the emperor, and, and Antinus, his servant, was 13. So he was a pedophile having, having sex with a teenage boy, Antinus. And this was, like, evidently his uh, payoff. His reward was being deified, I guess. <laughs> so he could sodomize this, this, uh, this teenager. Additional research into the figure of Antinus indicated that sculptures of Antinus remain without doubt one of the most elevated and ideal monuments to pederastic love in the entire ancient world. So here is an obvious symbolic reference to pederasty on the Instagram page of James Alephantis, owner of Comet Ping Pong. 
So he's synonymous, the Santinus, with pederastic love, the, the quintessential essence, the, you know, you couldn't pick a better example than Antinus for pederastic, pedophile love from time immemorial, essentially. This is who we're dealing with here. Yet there's just one more proof I gave you uh, that, you know, the sick devils that we're actually dealing with here. Okay, let's go further. Mainstream media totally flips out, recklessly defends pedophile comment ping pong owner. James Elefantis, this just came out in like the last day. No one has ever seen anything like it in the history of mainstream media, or MSM. I'll just use that term for now, MSM, mainstream media. Uh, three of the largest MSM news outlets in the world have come out strongly and run stories on the Comet Pizza restaurant in Washington, D.C. Oh, imagine that, defending it. That many investigative journalists believe it is connected to the largest and most powerful pedophilia ring on the planet. See, this is why I'm hitting this so hard. Because this could be an absolute linchpin for the floodgates to come down. This pizza gate. There can only be one reason why the New York Times, the Washington Post, and now the BBC have used their mammoth media platforms to support a pizza parlor owner whose extremely salacious and suspicious behavior puts him in league of pure evil. In the League of Pure Evil. Why would the biggest MSM giants in the land risk their reputations in support of an outrageously gay pizza joint owner? See as many photos and pics, which we've already looked at those, but I mean, you can actually view them online or watch the videos that I posted earlier, whose Instagram account has the following posted on. Here's just one more thing on his Instagram account I haven't even covered. Uh, this is submitted by Citizen Investigator. One of the most incriminating photos is this one. See below. It shows Jimmy Comet calling a baby who's um, the uh, Jimmy Comet, the guy that owns Comet Pizza, okay? Uh, it shows Jimmy Comet calling a baby a hot tard, which is slang for a retarded prostitute. Why would anyone call a baby, a cute little baby in the picture, a retarded prostitute? Because that's how he would look at a baby evidently because they pay for these babies and a baby obviously doesn't have the intelligence of a full-grown adult so i guess in his eyes it's like a little retarded prostitute that's how he would look at a baby and regard a baby a guy who owns a restaurant for kids says this yeah this guy and his disgusting operation need to be brought down he needs to get the electric chair in prison i'd say he needs to get the electric chair for at least 30 days okay and then you know they can dispose of his body anyway although he deserves way worse than that and um it shows the picture on jimmy common it's got the um dryness whatever the, the the greek pedophile uh symbol of pedophilia there jimmy comet and then it shows he, he calls him a hot tard the state of being both a hoe and a retard um, a prostitute and a retard is, is from the Urban Dictionary. That's how they would they would term a, a hot tard. And it has Jimmy Comet posting here, hot tard. And I'm looking... Um, the one, Jimmy Comet also says, hashtag must have about the baby. They don't, even, they don't even comment on that one. Like, oh, I must have this baby. So I can, you know, whatever. So these are some really, really sick devils we're dealing with here. And they're getting more brazen and more out in the open because they've gotten away with it so long. And this is what we're dealing with here. Um, 
Okay, so going back to the report, it says there's something very wrong indeed with this picture, both the preceding one and the big one in general. And that something has to do with Pizzagate, a global child murder, child sacrifice, child trafficking, and child sexual abuse crime syndicate that has been operating in plain sight for decades throughout Washington, D.C. This is just the best opportunity I've seen in order to expose this because this is so close to Washington, D.C. and has all these direct ties to the, to the Clintons, to the Obamas, to the Podestas. That's why I think, you know, you strike while the iron's hot, you, you go after this. And I think there's a lot of other people that are with the same mindset about this. Because this crime spree involves some of the most powerful people within the Beltway, as well as other centers of great political influence around the globe, it's now clear the MSM will do everything in their power to kill the Pizzagate story. Here are just three examples of their attempts to do just that. New York, and these are links, and I'm just going to read you the title. The New York Times falsely labels Pizzagate as fake news, as well as the Washington Post, uh, as well as the BBC. They all are lab labeling Pizzagate as, quote, fake news, even though every bit of what I've told you today can easily be verified off the guy's own Instagram accounts, off, you know, like letters that Hillary Clinton sent him off, all of these direct things that are easily documented and you look at their signs, you look at what he said on Instagram, you look at all of these connections, it's undeniable. But it's fake news. Oh, because they say so, because Satan says so. And I'm supposed to believe Satan, you know, is essentially what they're saying. You know the elites are getting extremely nervous when they run stories like these on their three largest news platforms. Particularly when such reports draw huge attention to the underlying pedophilia rings. Hence, these preceding stories must be seen as last-ditch efforts to kill the alternative media Pizzagate narrative. Here we have a picture of Jimmy Alphantis, who is the guy that owns Comet Pizza, with Democrat, Politico, and former lover. So, he's also, you know, gay, he's a gay pedophile. And let's face it, when you look at the gays, and you look at the proportion of gay men that end up going after um, young boys, okay, it is a disproportionate amount of men, gay men, that end up going after becoming pedophiles. Then a straight guy wanting to be with, um, like, let's say, a younger girl or, or, a, or a boy, that would make him really gay anyway. But it is, it is a statistical fact that gay men, it is way more uh, statistically... Um, prevalent that they're going to go after young boys than a straight guy okay that's a statistical fact anyway here he is with jimmy alfantis with his democrat political and former lover david brock there's a picture of them together here you can look on the pdf and they look very very evil both of them it was always quite inconceivable in the first place that comet ping pong pizza restaurant owner jimmy alfantis aka jimmy comet would be written up as the 49th most powerful man in the nation's capital. In a city overflowing with the world's most powerful pol politicians and power players, power brokers, and power mongers, how does a pizza parlor owner rank so high on that list? It doesn't make any sense. And there's all kind of links within this report that will, like the link about that, why is pizza joint owner named Jer James Alephantis listed as 49th most powerful man? There's a whole report on that one subject. If you want to know more about the individual things that we're talking about here. Uh, this is an extremely well-documented report I'm looking at here. Then there's the phonetic message of Alephantis, name in French. It could be no coincidence that his name means I love children. 
His name means I love children. Not only was he wearing an, a, a, a shirt in French that said I love children, but the guy's name, Alephantis, which he, I'm sure he had to change to that, means I love children. I didn't even know that. His middle name is Achilles, which I'm sure was all changed. I mean, who names your kid I love children Achilles anyway? His middle name is Achilles, which is even more telling in that it reflects his love for children as his Achilles heel. Get it? He can't help it. And that's what all the pedophiles will say. We can't help it. We just love children. We love them to death. We love them. We can't help it. We love them so much, we got to molest them. And they're consenting. So what's the big deal? Why can't all of you straight people just get off our backs and let us do our thing? And give us your children so we can rape them. And hey, we need some child sacrifice now and then, so we'll sacrifice some of them. But, you know, you'll get them back. They'll, they'll be a little damaged goods, the ones you get back. We'll sacrifice the other. Basically, this is what they're saying. This is what they would like you to adopt as a mindset. These sick devils from the pits of hell that they are. So his name literally means, I love children, and that's my Achilles heel. That's what his name means. Going further, it says, now that the reader has actually been sufficiently shocked by such horrible content the real $64,000 question is why haven't the loudest news outlets in the MSM gone out of their way to support such an unsavory character why have they I mean why have they done this there can be only one answer to that question and it has to do with what he really represents to the DC power structure that is something is very big very very big now I wouldn't I really wouldn't be surprised to see him turn up dead because they will easily sacrifice one of their own and throw him under the bus in order to... Because he could, he could finger a lot of people, okay? I mean, the biggest people there. So, I guarantee you, just like a guy, like you, you watch like a mob show, and then all of a sudden, one of the, one of the main mobsters... The FBI gets them, and, and they're like, okay, listen, you know, you're gonna, you're, gonna, you're gonna go to the electric chair, or you can cut a deal testify against the big boss and you know maybe get out with uh 10 years time server we'll put you in witness protection as opposed to dying well then he flips on the boss and the if the boss even suspects that he's going to flip on him testify you know he's got a hit team out there in in no time flat and that guy's pushing up daisy somewhere Okay, so I wouldn't be surprised to see Jimmy Oliphantus die in some unexpected tragedy very, very soon, just to get him out of the way at this point. He knows where the bodies are buried. He knows way too much. Okay, but at the same time, if he were to die, that would add all more to the fervor and speculation that, you know, the cover-up's going on, and this is just one more in the Clinton body count. Uh, so anyway uh let's go further here <clears throat> especially when the washington post editorial board pens a piece that essentially exposes themselves as a zealous pervert protector uh are the powers that be getting ready to do something big there is definitely another angle on this explosive pizzagate story that very nicely aligns um with the siege and attack on the waco compound of david koresh i i, I 
I didn't get into that because it's a whole other rabbit trail they're going down. But once Pizzagate broke, they and everyone else knows that there's no putting this genie back in the bottle. In fact, it only continues to get bigger by the day. And that's, again, why, one of the reasons I'm doing this study. I want it to get gigantically huge. You know, Therefore, it does appear that uh, the powers that be will execute a false flag op that kills the Pizzagate golden goose that has laid so many eggs of truth about how the world is really run. Remember what I said earlier? that I could literally see them over this one issue unleashing some time of gigantic fall. They've got every reason, they've got more than one reason to, to institute some kind of major false flag right now anyway. They don't want Trump in office. They don't want, I mean, if he does half of what he says he's going to do, it's going to totally disrupt their whole global New World Order plan. And I don't see how they're going to let that happen. Now, I'm not saying God couldn't intervene, and make that happen okay but there's more than one reason there's more than just pizzagate for them to do that and i've been warning about that for a long time anyway all of these illegal aliens that they're bringing in which is probably going to be one of the main store uh, things i'm covering in the next study i've already got so much information locked and loaded I, I could do like a study every day it's just that trying to find the time to do it it's just like this study is already we're, we're going into like the fourth hour already and i'm not even I got a long way to go. So it's just a matter of trying to find the time to get it all done is my biggest problem. So let's go back to this report here. Uh, This type of agenda may, may well explain why they're staggering articles throughout the mainstream media in order to prepare the American people for something very big. Without And I've been seeing a lot of this, you know, all these things. Those computers that predict algorithms on something massive in the next 10 days and this and that and something massive before the inauguration. And so there's more than just Pizzagate why they would, why they'd spring a false flag. Again, just one more thing to be in prayer about. Um, Without some sort of conditioning and pretext, the powers that be simply cannot justify shutting down the internet. That may sound like hyperbole, but that is exactly what they want to do to the alternative media side. At the very least, the media controllers are desperate to take away access to all social network utilities. Once a Pizzagate article gets on Facebook or Twitter and YouTube or Instagram, they viralize very quickly. Of course, that must be stopped before too many stumble on this inconvenient truth. Clearly, the elites have a very strong vested interest to shut down the whole global citizen investigation network. If they can, they will do what... Um, if they can, they will try to do that in the not-too-distant future. Otherwise, and I've been warning about that for a long time, that they're going to take that away, the internet. Otherwise, the entire global control matrix will be put at, at too great a risk. So many national governments worldwide are controlled by their respective Pizzagate pedophiles, because that's the norm, okay? The, piece, the, the devils in Pizzagate are the ones that control the world, and they answer to Satan. That's the reality that I'm really trying to drive home about this. These sick devils are the ones that control the world. Okay? Um, And that the ruling elites feel that they have no choice but to terminate all such free speech. And this could be the very thing that does that. This could be the the very linchpin for them to say, no, it's, it's, we're taking down the internet. We're taking down alternative media. Because we can't let this go any further. It could be that big of a deal is what I'm talking about. Here we have a picture of James Oliphantus. Uh, with uh, Tony Podesta, they're arm in arm at, at a party together. And as we've said before, he's appeared five times on the White House visitor records, um, 
openwhitehouse.gov verified. Um, there's perhaps no other chink in their armor that will allow the global structure to be taken down like Pizzagate because of what it's really all about. For it's the children who have been terribly abused and exploited, sacrificed, and dissected, tortured, and murdered. And again, that's my main reason for doing this. For their sake. In the name of Jesus Christ, for their sake. For the sake of, of all the children that they're going to do this to. For the sake of the children they have done this to. And are doing this to. <clears throat> Such egregious criminal conduct can only be responded to with capital punishment. The crimes are simply too many and too heinous not to be dealt with swiftly and severely. I mean, again, these are, these are the scum of the earth. It doesn't get any worse. Pizzagate is much more serious <clears throat> than the previous Pedigates, and there's a whole link to that report. Now we know why the MSM is so determined to label everything that comes out of the alt-media as fake news. That's their new... That's what they defer to now. Anything that they don't like or doesn't fit their narrative, it's just fake. And we're supposed to believe these satanic devils that are spoon-feeding us lies. <clears throat> they really have no choice in spite of the fact that all MSM does is lie and prevacate about everything <clears throat> all the time. The elites have always been quite predictable of their accusing their challengers of committing the very same crimes that they themselves have committed since time immemorial. Uh, it's typical when you're dealing with a, with a serial chronic liar, they many times will, in order to get the spotlight off themselves, accuse you of the very thing that they're guilty of. I've noticed it over and over again with wicked people I've dealt with over the years. I'm sure you have too. Hey, you did this. No, you did that. Uh, no, I didn't do that. You did. Oh, no, you did. And they'll keep playing head games with you until they get it beat in your head that you're the one that's doing it. Gets the spotlight off them and onto you. That's how criminal, that's how serial liars will tend to operate. Okay? So I've seen it over and over again. Now with the World Wide Web casting its net, aka the internet around the planet, there are infinite opportunities for the victimized to step forward and plead their case in the form of public interchange. This is why they're trying to shut those down. Now, there are so many ex excellent venues available and high-volume channel channels functioning that every witness can pick and choose. <clears throat> Conclusion, now the reader understands why Pizzagate is so huge and possesses all the elements for a neatly controlled demolition of the mainstream media by the alt-media, of the federal government by the American people, and of the world shadow government by the citizens worldwide. Okay, uh, let's go further. Another video. Okay, hold on. I got the wrong video on that. Hold on real quick. Okay, we're not going to play that one because I lost that one and I had it under the wrong video. And I think we've we've got the point about Pizzagate at this point. Um, let's go forward. And this report is left pushing pedophile rights and moral relativism, relativism leads to societal collapse. A self And here's this devil that I talked about earlier. A self-admitted pedophile claims his attraction to children is just a sexual orientation as like male and female type of thing as leftist media promotes pedophile rights todd nickerson um or like heterosexual like you know it's as normal as, as being a heterosexual pedophilia is just normal as that todd nickerson a 43 year old from tennessee said he is part of an emerging virtuous 
quote, virtuous pedophiles movement, virtuous, which its members describe themselves as ethical pedophiles or gold star pedophiles. I'm not making this stuff up. And this is the beachhead where they're trying to, just like the Muslims here that appear like your, your best buddies, when in reality the, the Quran says, you know, slay and kill the infidel and don't take them as your friends and this kind of stuff, but they'll, they'll put their best foot forward and, and, and kind of act like, oh, when in, you know, the meantime they're basically acting as a beachhead for the other more radical sects to come over and they can give them cover. These devils are doing the exact same thing. They're the gold star ethical pedophiles that are going to establish the beachhead for the other pedophiles that are more hardcore to come ashore. That's what, that's what we're seeing here. He says, quote, If you look at history, there's always one minority that everybody kind of persecutes. Oh, the persecution of the pedophiles. What on God's green earth is, is the world come to when pedophiles, good pedophiles, are persecuted? In this wonderful world we live in, we should all be ashamed of ourselves. Me being the chiefest, I'll, I'll take that on as a man. I should be ashamed that I would ever persecute any of them. There is one minority that everybody kind of persecutes, and I think at that moment we're it. Oh, the humanity. He stated, adding that he wants to end the demonization of pedophiles. He said, quote, I would like to see some protections for people like me. So I can molest children. Oh, well, no, I've inserted that, but that's what he means. Protections against being fired from their job and being protected. Oh, I wouldn't have any problem. If I had my own business, I would want all of them to be pedophiles. I mean, why? And the worse, the better, obviously. Who wouldn't want a legion of pedophiles, you know, hard at work for you, you know? Who wouldn't want that for their business? Come on. Obviously, I'm being as sarcastic as I can possibly be. Um... Then he goes on to say, he came into the public spotlight in September of 2015 with, when left-wing outlet Salon.com published his op-ed asking Americans to, quote, learn to accept pedophiles and become understanding and supportive. Oh, that you, I understand. You know what? I support your efforts to go rape my children. I get it. Here's my daughter. Here's my son. Ha, do do with them as you will, because you need you you your your sick, disgusting pig, uh, pedophilic inclinations and sexual desires trump anything I, as a parent, would wish for my children. Obviously, your sick perversions are more important, obviously, than what I would wish for my own daughter or son. Obviously, you have the moral high ground, Mister satanic pedophile who's going to burn in hell white hot for eternity obviously you're in the right i can't i can't help but but approach this subject this way this is the sick disgusting world we're moving into more by the day i just thank god all this is coming out on on, on these devil pedophiles I, I i thank god i pray to god rain he rained down his fury on them and have no mercies they've shown no mercy i pray to god in the name of jesus christ they obtain no mercy because there's nothing worse than molesting a little kid i, I don't think in god's eyes is really much worse you can, i mean jesus christ even said it's better that you 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 uh take a millstone cast around your neck and be cast into the sea than you offend one of these little ones that believeth on me 
These children that are raped, and I just watched a, a, a documentary. It was really, really tough to watch on this on this family. And I don't even know where they were. I think they were in California. Horrific. And this guy, this dad, because it was it was it was in the videos. It was this documentary on it. It was in the videos of the, a lot of the videos I was watching. And this slime bag of a dad had literally married this woman because she had three or four um, girls. And she, whatever, she divorced her husband, married this slime bag, and he raped those little girls from, from the moment that, I mean, we're talking from two years old on, he was raping them every day. And the good old mom, mother of the year, just, just let him do it. Let him do it. And just turn the other way, and, 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 you know, they interviewed her later in life, and she's like, oh, yeah, he was a child molester, and I wish he wouldn't have done that, and, you know, and all this. And then, and then you know what he did? You know what he did then? Once they got too old, and he kind of lost interest in them, he found another wife. He upgraded to another wife, and she had a whole bunch of little girls, so he started all over again with a whole other family where he did the same thing. Then he murdered the, the nurse that the social worker that came to check on him, she came over there one night, she caught him in bed with the with one of the little girls, caught him having sex with one of his own little girls. I don't know, she's like five or six at the time. He got up, she said, I'm turning you in, I'm gonna... He grabbed her by the neck, choked her to death, and then raped her right there in the thing while she was dead. This is the kind of sick scum that, that walk around on two legs and nothing... This guy never even went to jail for any of this stuff. Well, he did in 1980. They finally convicted him. They gave him eight years. They gave him 15 years. He served eight. And all he had done is rape and rape and rape. And he killed the nurse in the living room and he got eight years. That's justice for you. I don't know what kind of connections this devil had, what kind of demonic whatever. And then they interviewed him at the end and he denied everything. He just sat there in his wheelchair and denied it all. And then he got mad and mad. I was just like, oh man, it's just good I wasn't there. That's all I can say. And I mean, these, these, every single one of these girls is beyond dysfunctional. I mean, they are all, they're, 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 they're ruined. They're ruined. They're on their way to hell. And it's all his stinking fault. This guy, he ruined every one of these girls. They are all twisted and perverted themselves. They've all went into all kind of horrible things. And they went to the retirement home for him at the end, and most of them went in there and gave him a big hug and a kiss. After they had given all this testimony in this slime bag. And I just, you can't even wrap your head around this. You, you, you can't even, con and that's one story of one family that's been produced probably millions of times throughout the ages. You can't, you can't even comprehend this stuff. How prevalent it is. It's just, it's incomprehensible. So, in, in this documentary I'm watching, it's showing where these women are living on average. One was living in the back of a pickup truck with a tarp on it and two dogs and a cat and her boyfriend. Another was living in this broken down trailer. Another was like living in, uh, I mean, they were all living in squalor. They were either all, and or all drug addicts, alcoholics, um, very, very, very promiscuous, super, super perverted, all of them. I mean, they showed them telling jokes and stuff, and it was just, you know, every one of the jokes were perverted. It's all they've known is perversion their whole life, thanks to dear old dad, you know. 
and he had he had some real children by them. He'd rape them too, but he would he he would have the stepchildren. He'd rape them. He had a crippled daughter, raped her. Um, I mean, continually, every day, he did this to multiple ones of them. And this went on for years and years. And after he got out of prison, he started up again. So, you know, he kept raping the one daughter that was born without hip joints and her knees were dislocated. She was born with a club foot because he knew she couldn't get away. So he had been raping her up to a couple couple years, and this guy was getting old. He's in a wheelchair. He had just raped the one a, a couple years before that, and so the, the the grandson comes and confronts him with all this stuff. He buys him a hamburger and he wheels him out to this place, and he starts saying all this stuff. And the guy just denying everything. It, it, it's just like everybody's lying on him. Evidently, every single person, all of his kids were lying on him. All of his wives were lying on him. Everybody was lying on him and nothing was true. He would not. And then also he would, he would sell them out to prostitution. He'd take them out in the woods, have sex with the girls sometimes. And then on the way back, if he saw a guy, he'd pimp them out right then and then take pictures. of. We're, we're talking, there are people that walk around like this and it's a lot more prevalent than you think. These are devils that need to be exterminated off the planet. And I pray God do that. I really do. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, he exterminate these devils. I'm not telling anybody to go out and kill people. I'm, I'm saying I pray God does it because these people have forfeited their right to live. And I'm telling you what the Bible says about it, with the millstone being hung around the neck, I think God would agree with me. But I don't think there's very much prayer going up about this stuff because this isn't something that Smiley Joel Osteen is going to cover or Benny Hinn or whatever. It's going to it's going to affect their their giving too much. It's going to affect all the money coming into their coffers, into their ministry, and they're not going to say a thing about it. Well, I'm not. I, I'm not going to go that route. I've covered the subject before, but you know this. I don't think there's anything that, that makes me more righteously indignant than this subject, and it's going on all the time. And it's being covered up, and the biggest people. The, 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 the most powerful people on the planet are the main perpetuators of this. And now they're trying to legalize it and make it mainstream. And this guy goes on to say, this, this pedophile Todd Nickerson, he goes on to say, so please be understanding and supportive. It's really all we ask of you. Oh, no, no, you're not. It's not all you ask. What you're asking is for our sons and daughters that you can rape them and we're supportive of that behavior, you stinking, slimy devil, which I will never be. Ever. And then he goes on, um, it's, this report goes on to say, but why is the left-wing media using pedophiles like Nickerson to try to normalize pedophilia? This has been their goal for years. Oh, for, for years, for decades is what they've wanted. The sick devils. It's because the progressive left has adopted a moral relativist philosophy in which there's no absolute moral standards, which transcends the individual or societal opinions. Yeah, no, no morality. No Bible, no black and white. Hey, we're just all ascended from apes anyway, according to Darwin. What does it matter? You know? When we die, we die, and, and you know, that's it. So it doesn't matter what you do in this life. Eat, drink, be merry, for tomorrow we die. Do as thou will will be the whole of the law, according to Aleister Crowley. Well, that's what they want. In other words, unlike Christianity, which places God as the absolute moral authority above man, moral relativism suggests that there is no objective right or wrong. Rather, each individual makes up his own moral standards. Oh, isn't that convenient? Which are not really standards at all. Just a personal preference as to what's right or wrong. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it. 
And if ever I've seen a better example of that, it's this pedophile trying to justify his actions. He who trusteth in his own heart is a fool, according to the Bible. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Okay, that's what the Bible says. Proverbs 14, 12. And it, <laughs> it seems right to the pedophile. Just show, I mean, Jerry Sandusky, that, that slime bag. And he's over here, and it's like you, you look at him, and he's just like bewildered. He's like, why are you arresting me? Uh, why? Because I, I, I love those kids so much. I loved them so much in the shower at Penn State, pedophile state, that, that you're arresting me for this just because I was showing them man-boy love? Well, I mean, you, 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 can, you can tell he's almost, he almost looked confused as to why they were arresting him. Because he's so sick in the head and so full of devils and so far gone that he can't even, it doesn't even register in that devil's sick brain as to why he's being arrested. You ever see pictures of him when, when they were, he just, he doesn't, you would tell he doesn't even understand it. And good old Joe Pa covering up for him, and that's come out too. Can imagine why he died within about a year after that all, all went, his, his legacy was gone. Good. Every time I see that football team play, all I can think is pedophile state. And I'm not saying that there's not other universities out there that aren't, aren't as wicked or whatever, but that went on for years there in the showers at Penn State with good old Jerry Sandusky. And there was a huge cover-up of that garbage. There had to be. I mean, there would be the team practicing on the field and he'd be in the shower with underage boys. Raping them. Oh, man. And this is just so prevalent. So prevalent. We, we just don't even know. Oh, anyway, next report. Stillness of the storm. Another pedophile ring involving politicians was just busted. Politicians arrested. This is what I'm talking about. This is, this is the hope that, that I'm seeing here in this. Okay, so continuing here, uh, this report starts out by saying, this week yet another pedophile ring was exposed, this time in Norway. They did mention this in one of the reports, but this is a little more on that. Reports indicate politicians were among the members of a 51-person ring. Okay, I, I wanted to check something really quick, and yes, this was on November 23rd, 2016. Um, so that's well after the the when I put the prayer up and all the people were praying and fasting about the so i really think that this is interconnected and this is just one of the many uh pedophile rings that were broken up since then uh, reports indicate politicians were among the members of a 51 person ring police investigating the potential crimes dubbed their inquiry operation dark room as the local and english language norwegian outlet reported police seized 150 terabytes of data material in the form of photos movies chat transcripts between members of various pedophile networks according to hildy reichross the head of operations of the dark room the material shows the abuse of children's children of all ages including infants so these are you know some of the sickest devils you could imagine she discussed now remember this is an adult study here okay so we're going to be getting into some stuff that's even now i'm not going to go into like graphic detail about the acts and things of this but i will be saying some things regarding what was going on okay just so you get an idea how sick these devils are she discussed the details of findings at the press conference on sunday material showing among other things the penetration of toddlers children being tied up 
children having sex with animals and children having sex with other children. Okay, so again, anything wicked, evil, sick, twisted, and perverse you could ever even envision it, they're already doing it to these, these children, you know. And what does the devil always want to do? He wants to defile innocence. That's his, that's what he loves doing the most because he knows if he can get them young, they're going to turn out like all those girls that I just described in that last documentary. There is, there is no hope for any of them. I don't think there's no hope for them getting saved. Now, I'm not saying God can't do a miracle. I'm just saying that from what I saw, they were so damaged and so far gone and so demon infested from all the, 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 the demons that had been put in them over the years. And then they, they continued that, the, that, um, trend and perpetuated that trend. Um, and they're, that's just, that's all they know now. I pray to God, every one of them gets saved, but there is probably a very low statistical likelihood that that is going to happen. And you can lay it at the feet of that devil dad or stepdad it depends if it was their his kid or one of the stepkids firmly at his feet that that devil died and there was a preacher there quoting bible verses at the end of that documentary about children obey your parents in the lord i was like oh my word oh of all verses to quote and then the 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 some of the the um of his daughters stepdaughters or daughters got up and said well one of the ladies got up, and they were all drunk at that point. I mean, oh, it was just a mess. She was like, well, he was uh, he was a child molester and a murderer. But other than that, he was he was okay. He he let us do this, and he let us do that. He, she said it right to the preacher. He was a child molester and a murderer. Right at the guy's funeral. <laughs> and then, oh, it, was, it was just, it was pitiful. I mean, just how damaged they are. You know, I, I was glad from the standpoint they didn't go up there and the preacher wasn't allowed to present this guy like some kind of saint because he didn't deserve any type of funeral, much less that type of funeral. There was a lot of people there, too. I mean, <laughs> I couldn't wrap my head around it. I couldn't wrap my head around it, but that's all they'd ever known. So going back to the report, it said police said they uncovered more than one pedophile network on the dark web where they believe members communicated. Um... Uh, Rikus said they believe like-minded individuals met with each other on the so-called dark net, dark internet, where they could talk with one another and cultivate their interest in children in peace. Why do they meet in dark? Because their deeds are evil. That's what the Bible says. When they meet in the darkness, it's because their, their deeds are evil. The wicked want to do that, okay? They want to keep everything under wraps. They don't want a light being put on their wicked actions. The culprits reportedly used encryption to conceal their activities over the last few years. Now, I'm all for privacy, but I'm talking why was the reason they were doing it. Why would they, obviously, you know, to conceal their wicked acts from anyone. Over the last few years, reports of pedophilia among the world's power brokers have consistently emerged. The United Kingdom has smuggled, I'm sorry, struggled with pedophilia among its lawmakers for decades. In fact, former Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher's administration has been accused of ignoring and even covering up these crimes. It's always the people at the top are going to cover up for them. They're going to knight them. They're going to do everything in the world. They're going to promote them. They're going to protect them. What has the pedophilic Catholic priesthood done? What has the Pope done? Oh, well, you know, oh yeah, there's a problem. Oh, we'll pay out some settlements, but we'll just move our pedophile priests around 
and let them continue their their pedophilic actions elsewhere and then they'll get caught there we'll move them around again and we'll we'll protect our whole legion of pedophile priests and act like we're some kind of holy institution on planet earth you know devils so and and i'm saying there's other denominations i'm sure that have done that but nothing like the catholic church i mean they've made a whole living out of it just about Anyway, further recent national police investigation revealed that over 1,400 members of a child pedophilia ring, 76 of whom were British politicians. Remember, it's these devils, it's pretty much universal with these politicians. At both local and national level, uh, similar echoes have emerged from Hollywood where former child actors have claimed adults in the industry prey on vulnerable children and teens. Here's the next report. FBI frees 82 child sex slaves captures 239 pedophile masters when did this come out november 16th okay which is which was and i'm just using this as a frame of reference i'm not saying that my teaching which i entitled a cry to god was the reason it all happened but i'm saying that's about the same time that a lot of people were praying and fasting about the election and a lot of people and the pizza gate had broken a lot of people were very very broken about this and i know that's what i was why i was so broken up was over the children not not the trump election and I released that teaching on November 6th. So I'm using that as a frame of reference. I'm not trying to use it to take credit for anything. But I'm using it as a frame of reference. November 6th. This broke on November 16th. FBI says dozens of pimps, prostitutes, and associates have been arrested under international efforts to combat underage human trafficking. The FBI says 239 child sex traffickers and their associates were arrested. And 82 children were rescued from October 13th. To October 16th as part of Operation Cross Country X. Among the 82, and this is when the, the report all came out. Among the 82 juveniles was, was on November 16th though. Among 82 juveniles recovered during the three-day operation were two sisters in Milwaukee, ages 16 and 17, who told authorities that their mother was their pimp. Which is common. I've seen that before. You'll see it in the, one of the things we're going to be listening to, except in that case it was the grandmother. The girls said their mother also rented out their brother's room to a registered sex offender. So she's mother of the century over here. Um, Operation Cross Country is part of the FBI's Innocence Lost National Initiative. Since its creation in 2003, the program has resulted in an identification and recovery of more than 6,000 children from child sex trafficking. Next report. Here's another awesome one. Nearly 400 children rescued and 348 adults arrested in Canadian child pornography bust. Um, here's a picture of Toronto Service Detective Constable Lisa Bellanger and Inspector uh, D. Sargines of the Toronto Police Sex Crime Unit. Um, they announced that hundreds of arrests and global child sex exploitation occurred. And this, when did this happen? November 14th. So... I'm like looking at all this. I'm like, man, I really is starting to see huge tangible proof of all those people praying and fasting and, and Pizzagate coming out and a lot of people praying and fasting and crying out to God about this. All of a sudden, this all of a the sudden, these stories just start breaking one after another after another. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, a lot of times I don't have anything positive to report, and this has got to be one of the worst studies I've ever done, but there is still a lot of positive regarding what we're covering here. Um. Nearly 400 children have been rescued and 348, and these are all separate ones. These are not interrelated. 400 children have been rescued and 348 adults arrested following an expansive and extraordinary international child pornography investigation, Canadian police announced Thursday. 
The three-year project, named Project Spade, began when, when undercover officials with the Toronto Police Service, Child Exploitation Service, made contact with a Toronto man allegedly sharing very graphic images of child sex abuse in October 2010. Uh, police said their investigation revealed an entire child movie production and distribution company in Toronto operating via website azovfilms.com. The site was run by 42-year-old Brian Way, according to police, uh, and sold and distributed images of child exploitation to people across the world. So praise the Lord Jesus Christ, they took this devil down too. Here's another one. Largest pedophile ring in history. Uh, now this, th this report broke August 24th, 2016, but I still got to include this, obviously. Largest pedophile ring in history, 70,000 members. Now, not to say they caught 70,000. But 70,000 members, heads of state, and rats, the rats scramble. An internet pedophile ring with up to 70,000 members thought to be the largest has been uncovered by police. A security official said on Wednesday, the European police agency Europol said in a statement that Operation Rescue had identified 670 suspects and that 230 abused children in 30 countries have been taken to safety. More, but again, the people at the top are being protected, though. They'll get the low-level ones... And that is true. And that's why I'm not content with any of, yes, it's good what we're seeing here. It's a good trend. It's a good trend in the right direction. But the devils at the top are the ones that need to go down. Cut the head off, the snake, is, is what I'm talking about. Um, anyway, 230 children in 30 countries have been taken to safety. More children are expected to be found, Europol said. A pedophile ring, 70,000 strong, just in this one network have been identified and arrested. Well, are they saying they got all 70,000? Oh, okay. Maybe maybe worldwide they got that many. An organization run on the internet, centered in the free energy community, including websites run out of Paris, the Netherlands, and Belgium. What isn't being told is that the same organization, also known as the Red Circle, runs through secret societies around the world, being the Bilderbergs, St. Hubertus, the Federalist Society, Knights of Malta, Council on Foreign Relations, Federal Reserve Bank, NATO, Royal Families of the Belgium and the Netherlands, and SCOTUS, which is the Supreme Court of the United States. So, you know, tons and tons of the highest level legal institutions and political institutions and secret societies around the world are all heavily involved in the pedophilia and the child trafficking, you know, which is kind of what we expect. The website operated from a server based in the Netherlands and at its height boasted up to 70,000 members worldwide. It attempted to operate as a discussion-only forum where people could share their sexual interest in young boys without committing any specific offenses, thus operating below the radar of police attention, Europol said. The statement said Europol analysis had cracked the security features of a, of a key computer server at the center of the network, which uncovered the identities of the suspected child sex offenders. And, and who knows, that might have happened because one group of people praying about that and then God intervened and let that happen. You know what I mean? After his arrest, the former Dutch administrator helped police break encryption measures that shielded users' identities, allowing police to begin their covert investigations. Europol subsequently issued over 4,000 intelligence reports to police authorities in over 30 countries in Europe and elsewhere, which has led to the arrest of suspects and the safeguarding of children. Okay, now we're going to switch gears a little bit. This is super, super horrific. What I'm getting ready to get into, and I left a lot out as to not go into like any super mega gory details. 
but this is just drives it home. This this is like the cherry on top of the satanic Sunday. What I'm talking about now. Satanic pedophilia network exposed in Australia. It starts at the top just like in the USA and the UK. Okay, I'm sorry. I realized I looked down at my timer here. I'm out of time on part three. We're probably getting close to five hours anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, we're nearing five hours. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead here and stop, and we're going to go to part four now. So God bless you, and see you in part four.